Hello, everyone, and welcome to Do Not Resuscitate, a DNR fan cast. I am your DM, Ken, and joining me are Andy. Hi, I'm Andy. Uh, do you want me to say what I'm playing? Yeah, who are you playing? What's your class? What's <laughs> your uh, I'm playing Erkan Varkos, the Dragonborn cleric. And CJ. Hello, I'm CJ, and I'm a drow bard. Who's named? What's your name? Oh, uh, <laughs> Jacoba. Off to a great start. Fantastic. It's all right. It's episode one. <laughs> we'll fix we, it in post. We'll fix start. it in post. <laughs> it's fine. Ian. Uh, I'm Ian. I play Liam Melsier. He is a half-elf bard. I swear I'm going to get Ian and Liam mixed up constantly, but just prepare it's, for that. Right. <laughs> and Rob. Hi, I'm Rob, and I play Hamish Thorleafson, the dwarf sorcerer. <laughs> Starting the session... Our group is in DNR, getting their new hire orientation from Umbrin, the founder and owner and CEO and shareholder chairman. He's all the things of DNR, do not resuscitate. The private investigation firm that he runs in Fairbay. All of you are sitting around a table, and at the head of it is Umbrin. Erkin is the only one who's a regular, who's a native. He's lived in Fairbay his whole life, or most of it anyway. Everyone else is a relatively new person to this, so um, uh, Umbrin is kind of unknown. So he addresses everyone in the group for your new hire orientation. He says, over the last two weeks, all of you have found your way to me. Now, I, I don't know all of your stories, and uh, that'll come with time, but as far as I'm concerned, you haven't been arrested yet, and that's good enough for me, so... What you need to know is, I suppose, what we actually do here. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I'm not much liked in town, because I don't just throw away young folks who make a few mistakes. I take in those who need a sense of direction and point them in a direction. A anyway, basically, we're mercenaries, but with all, all the violence. Uh, people hire us to, to do tasks. Uh, get cats out of trees, pick up trash, arrest people. Uh, and, and we do all of that. Uh, I'll warn all of you guys now. Our, our biggest customers are kind of the, the heads of all the local councils and unions and their ugh, local politics. They're, they're a pain. The, whenever the mayor or the town guard can't stand to hear their yakking, they come over here and they bitch at us. But they're paying us, so it's, it's company policy that you got to nod along and agree with whatever they say. You got it? Smile and I... nod. Got it. Yep. And he, so then he looks around at all of you and, say, and says, All right, well, I suppose we should have introductions. Uh, we'll start with Erkin because he's, he's been here the longest. Well, hi, I'm Erkin. I've been here for two years and I've lived in uh, Fairbay for a few, uh, about 10 years, I think. Can't remember. Yeah, something like that. I remember when your family moved in. Oh, man. They <laughs> oh, man, you used to breathe a lot of fire. That was rough. It wasn't as bad as the bomb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, well, let's let's try and keep the barn on the on a little quiet, a little on the down low. Does that sound good, everyone? Copy <laughs> that. All right, uh, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Uh, a fun fact or an icebreaker. <sighs> <laughs> Don't get me stressed. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we're starting this. Umbrin's still a boss. No, no, no pressure or anything. You just need to 
need to tell us your deepest, darkest secrets. Well, he didn't say that. He said a fun fact about you. This is this is a stupid corporate icebreaking exercise. <laughs> Everyone's done this at every new job. You still want me to do yeah. Yes. <laughs> Umbrin has asked Erkin. What are we waiting, laddie? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Umbrin um, has asked Erkin. <laughs> tell us a fun fact about yourself. Fun fact self. Okay. Uh I wouldn't class it fun, but when I get stressed, I tend to breathe fire erratically. <laughs> erratically is putting it gently. And he slaps you on the back. <laughs> and Hamish perks up and kind of claps his hands together and rubs them and says, Oh, you've become more interesting already. Don't get any ideas, dwarf. What? <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't we're need at to... Barn. We're at the barn. We don't need to cause the work that uh, we're doing. Maybe. <laughs> Umbrin strokes his beard a little bit. It's like, well, it's not a bad business model. But it's, it's unethical. No, no, no. That's not even considered. But, uh... You, Dwarf, you, you spoke up. What's your name? Uh, well, I'm Hamish, and, uh, well, I haven't been in Fair Bay very long. Uh, came from Stone Sunder by way of Vuminero, and then wandered for a while, and, uh, well, the wandering life wasn't for me, so I'm looking for somewhere to settle down, and this seems as good a place as any. Well, I can tell you it's a great place to settle down. Lots of stuff to do. It's quiet, mostly. Sometimes... Anyway, tell us a fun fact about yourself. A fun fact about myself, and Hamish will kind of start scratching at his arm and will peel off a strip of what looks like dead skin, roll it between his fingers. Uh, I'm not very welcome in Umanero, so it's probably just as well that we're not going to have any jobs up there. Oh, well, like I always say, you've never really lived if you're not welcome somewhere. I. All right. Why aren't you welcome there? There was a, a, a little incident with uh, um, a spell that didn't go so well and some books that might have been valuable or irreplaceable, I think was the word they used, and some fire. And, well, they asked me politely to leave and never come back. So you turned a Minero into a burning barn? Not the whole place. Just a wee room full of books. Books? Eh, who needs them? Well, that's what I said. Yeah, this guy gets it. Apparently, uh, Umnero thought otherwise, I think. Well, they yeah. They might touch you about their books. Well, yeah, they're a bunch of uh, book-learning types. Uh, we never really got along. Not exactly. In my defense... They should never have put me in a room which had a mage who specialized in teleportation while I was working with fireballs. Uh, yeah, that that does sound like a recipe for disaster when you put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well that was interesting. I uh, probably don't want to advertise being wanted in Umanero, so we'll, we'll we'll keep that quiet. Your secret's safe with me. So, uh... Oh, I'm not wanted. I'm very much the opposite of wanted in Yumiero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's a good point. I hadn't even thought about that. Uh, how about you? And he points to Jakova. Tell us your name. Well, I'm Jakova, and I come from the 
flourishing city of Winterhaven. Ah, it's a nice place. It's all right. Met a girl there once. Didn't work out. Umbrin starts staring off in the distance a little bit. And how long ago was that old man? <laughs> his brow furrows a little bit. Starts counting on his fingers. Uh, <laughs> runs out of fingers. Moves to his toes. Too long. <laughs> I think I've done. Uh, I think I've done a show in Winterhaven. Really? Uh, well, I haven't been mm. there in quite a while, so I probably haven't seen or heard of you. Probably not. Well, anyway, uh, uh, let's uh, Jacobo. Was it? Let's let's get a fun fact out of you, and then we'll jump over to this other guy. A lot of my personal belongings recently got burned down. <laughs> was it by the dragon? Board? <laughs> just just looks at looks at Hamish. <laughs> 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 Umbrid also looks at Urkin and Hamish, and there's a lot of fire in this room, isn't there? Don't look at me. I haven't done that for a good few months. Oh well, yeah, you have been pretty good. I don't think it was me. <laughs> We're just a lit crew. What can I say? Oh, oh God. God. Oh, gross. Da, 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 da. <sighs> All right, that's it. Show's over. <laughs> good night, oh, everybody. Done. <laughs> nice knowing you. It's cancelled. That was quick. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> My work here is done. Christ. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Umbrin <laughs> then points at Liam and says, All right, well, since you spoke up, uh, you said you did a show. What do you do? Um. Well, um, Liam's kind of going to go quiet for a bit and look down. Um, I used to be used to be a performer in a circus. Um, I'm not anymore. Oh, why'd you stop? Um, I don't, I don't really want to talk about it oh. right now. Oh, no, that's, that's fair. We don't, um, that's fine. We don't always want to talk but, about our pasts, especially here. Yeah. You know? We got I'm all here. kinds of troublemakers here, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I'm here, uh, with my brother. Um, I don't really, we didn't really have, uh, a hometown per se. We were traveling a circus. So home was where they were. Umber nods um, along. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, well, if you work here with us, then you'll be able to support your brother. I promise. That's good. Um, and I suppose for uh, a fun fact, if you spell my name backwards, it spells male. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Oh, yeah, mail gets delivered. <laughs> 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 That's probably a pun. I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll work on that. <laughs> Everybody, can everyone roll a perception check for me? Hamish is off in his own world with a three. Yep. <laughs> As is Jacoba with an eight. So, Erkin and no. Liam, both here in the other room, because it... Let me spell things out. In this building, it's kind of like a... Shared office space, if you've seen those buildings. So you're like in one of the suites in the shared office space. So this room, you're kind of in the little, like the one conference room that this office space has. Next to it is is a bit of a break room. And then outside of that is the reception area. And you hear a bit of a commotion in the reception area. Someone is yelling in the other room. And you hear a little bit of wrestling going on. Um, there's someone yelling. Uh... 
I'm going to go find out. Uh, uh, Umbrin, who was lost in thoughts, scratching his beard, goes, huh? Uh, I think at this point, I will have already been out the door. <laughs> All right. Uh, Opening the door. I haven't even noticed that anyone has moved. Like, <laughs> wrapped up and rolling this bit of dead skin between his fingers. Oh. <laughs> Alrighty. So, Liam, walking into the reception area, you walk into a very strange-looking situation. You see what appears to be uh, three people... Four, four total people in the room. There is who you recognize to be the receptionist looking at her nails, filing at them, while mm. this middle-aged woman is red-faced, screaming her head off at her. And the the receptionist is just nodding along going, uh-huh, yeah, okay. Not even, clearly not even listening. There's a young man holding what appears to be a tiefling under arrest. And you can hear right. you, you can hear this this middle aged woman screaming something to the effect of "We need to see Umbrin right away." Hmm. Uh, is the person under arrest like uh, bound at all? Yeah, yeah, his wrists are bound in manacles. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm gonna... going to turn around and uh, head back to the conference room. <laughs> uh, as you walked in and walked out the mm -hmm. the ranting from this woman is uninterrupted like she barely noticed you were there right. and it was kind of a thing like i walk in i hear the yelling and i'm like okay and mm -hmm. then just like turn around and keep going i, I like the seniority for the situation <laughs> uh -huh. yes i am unequipped to handle this let's go <laughs> i heard a name let's go get him uh, and so I suppose I would go grab Umbrin. Yeah. Uh, you say I, something. I was like, yeah. Wait, what do you say? Uh, what would you do? I'd probably, like, pop my head back up in the door and be like, um, Umbrin, there's, uh, there's someone up front who is, uh, asking to see you. That, That's putting it mildly. Uh, Umbrin. You should probably go up front. Umbrin is definitely paying attention now. And when you say someone's asking for you, he goes, oh, a client. Excellent. And you and he starts walking out, not super quickly, not in a rush. <laughs> he starts walking to the to the door. Is everyone following? Uh, I'm gonna slam my hand on the table so get the others' attention. Huh? <laughs> That's it. How do you not hear that? Come on, get out there. <laughs> huh? I heard it. Oh, okay. There's stuff going on in the lobby. Let's go. And right. Hamish pops this rolled up bit of dead skin into his mouth and follows oh. it. Oh, good oh, God. Man. Christ. <laughs> You're Andy coughing. Right. <laughs> All right. So following Umbrin into the, into the foyer, the reception room, can everyone roll a perception or insight on Umbrin? Doesn't really matter which. Excellent. Same here. Um, I will do insight then. Wow. Oh, I think I got 21. Hamish. Oh, I got a plus one there. Oh, it's uh, it's the one on the left that we use. Yeah, yeah. It's always the first oh. one. Oh. <laughs> the other one better. Yeah, no, only if you had advantage. You always, yeah, you always yeah. look at the first one. So, right. looking at these numbers, Jacova and Hamish, you both 
On Umbrin's face, you both recognize quite clearly that he was prepared for customer service. As he was walking into the foyer, he had a big customer service smile on his face. And as soon as he saw who was there, the, the smile became quite strained. His eyes got a little tight. The smile, his jaws clenched. He's like, you can see in his expression, ah, oh, fuck. Oh, it's here. <laughs> and so as he walks in, he says, oh, hello, Miss... <sighs> Miss Adderton, how, how are you today? And while beat red, she snaps her look at him and says, You! You need to do something about this! And Umber says, About what? This this man, what, what did he do? He's like, he, he was caught in the market district being suspicious! Suspicious in what way? Uh, he's got, you know... Red on his person, like those hooligans who vandalized the town the other week. Um, can everyone roll history? Except for Urgen. Urgen News. Jesus Christ. <laughs> These are the people no, you're going to have to deal with. Yeah. Urgen already knows. Now oh. I got the good one. Yeah, Liam got a 20. <laughs> Jacoba has no... I was there that would happen. Yeah. Hamish knows. Urgen told this story to us, so... <laughs> uh, well, not to Jacoba. He wasn't listening. But that wasn't paying attention. <laughs> but Liam and Hamish and Urkin all know that she's probably referring to the Fang, who is a gr who is a gang who wanders around, and they're well known for having a wet red pauldron on their side. Now, I'm not even going to make you roll perception for this because it's very clear. This man is a tiefling. He has red skin, <laughs> but he clearly has no red pauldron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to start walking up to uh, Miss Atherton, you yes. said it was? Yeah, I'm just going to walk up to Miss Atherton, uh, look to the tiefling, and then back at Atherton again, and say to her, just because he's red doesn't mean he's doing anything. You can't get someone for that. I mean, he... of course he was doing something. Look at him. I saw him he's... in the market district. He was very suspicious. He might have been buying something. Were you buying something? <laughs> the, the tiefling looks up at you and then looks up at her like he's hes not sure if he should speak. Because she, then she'll have to talk again. <laughs> how big, How tall is this guy? Um, He's hes a good six feet tall. And the man holding him is like 5'10". And Miss Adderton is a 5'6". Five, five, so okay. he's taller than everyone. <laughs> good head taller than she is. Yes. Christ. But she's loud as fuck. Go <laughs> mm. on, speak, boy. You, what were you doing in the market? Uh, I was just going to buy some drinks. I wanted to find a warm bed. My ship is, is docked for the day. I'm just going to look back to Atherton. What have I told you? This is the third time in the past four months you've done this. Alright. What do you mean? Like, you weren't there. You don't know how, how suspicious he was being in the market. He was about to buy some hard drugs. I know he was. As always, what happens? And I try to take him to the guard, and they're a bunch of lazy, corrupt invalids, and they won't listen to me. We have to protect Fairbay. I don't blame him. <laughs> Should have said that. <laughs> I don't think it's you. <laughs> she shoots 
daggers at you. <laughs> oh, the glare that only an old woman can achieve. Um, <laughs> Years of practice went into this glare. I'm gonna look uh, back I'm going to you. cover up the comment and start coughing. <laughs> do, 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 I, do I hear this? Do I hear this? Uh, uh, it depends. Were you were you being sneaky about it, or is the cough a bad excuse? The cough is a bad excuse. Okay, it so a, it just kind of came out without me being able to stop it. Okay, so yes, <laughs> absolutely, I'm, you heard this. I'm gonna walk backwards and grab Liam and bring him forward towards Mr. At Mrs. Atterton. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you deal with this. <laughs> hey, that is not fair, buddy. Uh, so uh, he was being suspicious in the market. Uh, yes. And that's all you know. Yes, and I want him deported. Um, for something that we don't know happened? Oh, I know he did it. What did he do? He's He was on his way to buy hard drugs. Um, so, on his way to buying hard drugs isn't necessarily having already bought hard drugs, which is not something you can get deported for. It'd be like, it'd be like, hold on, it'd be like you getting paid now for uh, a service that you've done in a week. Uh-huh, that's called being paid in no, advance. that's true. That was a bad example. <laughs> Let's walk that one back. Uh, I'm going to go grab Hamish and swap places. <laughs> oh, this is going swimmingly. Tag in. Diplomacy. Who's got the diplomacy? Hamish, Hamish will start stroking his very red beard and look up at her and say, Do you have a problem with the color red, miss? She, she glares at you. What are you implying? Is he being suspicious? I'm just wondering because I have some red on me too and people often find me suspicious. So I'm wondering if it's a problem with the colour or if you just find people suspicious. I haven't seen you do anything suspicious yet. I suspect this man is in the fang. But the... Fang wear red. There's a difference. He is red. <laughs> and the moment you say that, the the uh, the tiefling is nodding along, and he even looks a little offended at all of this. But he's nodding along anyway. Like, yeah, duh, obviously. <laughs> this is stupid. Why is why am I here? <laughs> and Hamish will turn to the tiefling and say, "Are you in the fang?" What? No, of course not. They're, they're a bunch of lowlifes. Why would I be with them? Oh, that's good enough for me. <laughs> Just take his word for it. <laughs> oh, you're all uh, useless. No, we have common sense, Miss Atherton. Uh, <laughs> it is at this point that Umbrin will step forward and say, we'll be sure to investigate. If you will give us custody of the prisoner... You can pay us for our services as per our agreements. And Tuesday just glares at him and then looks back at everyone. I don't like who you hire, Umbram. And Umbram just says, 
Yes, I know. Some of them are troubled. Now, uh, hand over the, 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 the perp, the prisoner. What is your name, boy? Let's see if he looks up and, <laughs> like, surprised that anyone would even ask. He says, uh, Rikus. All right. Come on. As soon as we come to the bottom of this, you can pay us per the normal fee. Tuesday just throws her arms up and says, Finally! Someone's doing something about this! And she marches out. And her little... And her uh, young man, probably a, another member of her group, in tow. And Hamish will turn round to Umbrun and say, I already investigated! <laughs> Umbrun said, Yeah, um... She actually wants us to go out and gather evidence and, and stuff. I'm, I very seriously doubt we'll find anything, but the fact that we make the show of it means we get paid. So oh. that's that's the, right. that's the business of it. Hey, uh, that you have had just had the wonderful mispleasure of meeting Ms. Tuesday Adderton. She's the head of the Citizens Brigade. She thinks she's in charge around here. We hear from her quite a bit. Cause... Is she in charge around here? Oh, no, absolutely not. The Citizens Brigade is like a civilian group. It's totally unofficial. It's... But, oh, okay, good. But she she knows the mayor, so oh. she's... She has a lot of pull, but she's definitely not the town guard. The town guard ignores her a lot, and she arrests whoever the hell she likes, and she comes to us frequently because the town guard doesn't take her seriously, with good reason, in my opinion. But it's a paycheck. So let's let's uh, question our perp, he says with air quotes, and uh, let's go sit down. And he leads the entire group back into the conference room, which is the only other room in this building other than the kitchen. Um, I'm going to <laughs> take a moment and uh, unshackle, unbind our perp, because seriously. Yes. <laughs> and, and as you do, he he he, uh, lo he nods at you and thanks and starts rubbing his wrists like he was chafing a bit. <clears throat> As they're walking through to the conference room, Hamish will um, lean over to Jakova and say, I thought Umbrin was in charge around here. <laughs> I did too, but... Uh... Well, yeah, you learn something new every day, I guess. Let's, let's just hope that we don't meet her again anytime soon. We're, we're going to be meeting her again soon, guys. Uh, Umbrin heard that. <laughs> Just had to roll a quick check. Uh, Umbrin looks over her shoulder and says, uh, yeah, we hear about her about twice a week. She's one of our main customers. She's miserable. But it's it's steady line. money. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the people in town actually sadly agree with her philosophy. So... She, her uh, her little her, club wait. has a uh, quite a bit oh. of funding. It's her club, not the racism. Um, <laughs> yes, both. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so should I dye my beard a different color, or just not be suspicious? Um, if I'm being honest, around Tuesday you should stop being a dwarf. <laughs> right. And that's not gonna happen. So just don't. <laughs> Remember, first rule of customer service, just nod and go along with it. She's like that all the time. Occasionally, she's on to something, because sometimes 
people she arrests are up to something, but very rarely. That's like one out of ten. A lot of averages. Eventually, it's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> if one out of ten. She, unfortunately, our friend Rikas here was uh, guilty of being a tiefling without a permit. <laughs> and Wait, uh, you need a permit to be a tiefling here? No. Uh, but if it was up to Tuesday, probably, yeah. Alright. Do I need a permit to be a dwarf on a Tuesday? <laughs> no, that's Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what about Thursdays? Uh, uh. Thursdays when you Dragon Ball permit. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no, it, her name is Tuesday. Also, don't ever let her catch you calling her that. She goes by Miss Atherton. And uh, I'm only allowed to call her that because I've known her for uh, many years. And even so, she doesn't like it when I call her that. So, Miss Atherton, just like everyone who's the head of all the other stupid little local pol political places around here, call them by their title and their last name. Like, uh... Question. Yes. What do you call her on a Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> Miss Atherton. And oh. how about Thursday? All, all the days of the week. <laughs> Her name is wow, Miss Adderton. <laughs> Umbrin sits down at the conference table and gestures for Rikus to join, and he does. And and unless someone else has something to say, Umbrin's going to start talking to him. Uh, I do. Hmm? Um, so I'd probably sit down, um, um, be, like, playing with my hands for a second because I'm getting antsy. Hmm? Uh, I would look at him like, so we're... Supposed to gather evidence, yeah, for a thing that hasn't happened. And you were trying to get, book a room, and so I suppose the only place we can go for evidence is where you were trying to book your room for the night? Uh, well, I suppose. I, I was just in, I was just in the market district. So you hadn't even gotten there yet? Well, no. Because I Excellent. got I got off my boat, I walked off the docks, I wandered into the market district, which is next to the docks, and she was there and she arrested me. And Umbrin says, and, and Umbrin says, uh, yeah, the, she basically lives in the market district. She's always on the hunt for ne'er do wells and drug dealers and such. It, occasionally, through chance, she gets somebody, but. We should still take the investigation seriously. Not that I suspect you or anything, Rikus, but, you know, it doesn't hurt to check. I could always... We could always go to the usual drug-dealing spot and ask if they recognize this guy, but odds are they don't because he didn't even make it that far. But we gotta make a show of doing an investigation, so... If that sounds good to everybody... That's helpful That's because I didn't even know where to start the investigation. I'm like, we have 10 feet from the docks to the marketplace. <laughs> um, that's not a lot of space for evidence. Nope. And that drug den thing is probably so the only who, best thing we can do. So who knows a druggie? <laughs> oh, uh, you, in order to go to the find a drug dealer, you can go to the, the spots. It's called the corner. It's, uh, the... The market district is uh, a bunch of booths and tents and stuff, like fruit fruit stands and such. But like a bazaar. Yeah, yeah, like, like a bazaar. But it eventually 
transitions into the town proper. However, in one far corner in the back, there's a shadowy spot that doesn't necessarily re uh, lead directly to a main street. So uh, teenagers tend to hang out there, smoke. So, uh, sometimes there's drug dealer there to sell black grass to the teens. That's the best bet I got. You might want to ask this man here about uh, what he does for a living. Who wh who runs the boat? What the boat is? Maybe there's some information there. Yeah, the questions that he just mentioned. <laughs> I may be in charge, but you're my employees. I think this would be a good learning experience, if you don't mind, Rikus. And Rikus nods and says, eh, sure. I, was, I had nothing else going on today. And Rikus I mean, looks expectantly the at the whole party. Do we need to repeat him? Think of this like a, a training experience. Enrique says... Okay, so we do actually have to ask the question. Yes, Enrique leans back and says, All right, well, begin the interrogation. He's clearly quite relaxed and doesn't take any of this very seriously. This is serious business, guys. Serious. Serious business. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what do you... Do I have to treat him like a perp? Uh, Umbrin shrugs and says, I don't know, do you think he's a perp? No. All right. Well, then treat him like a person. We're all people. Who's the good cop and who's the bad cop? Rika <laughs> speaks up. You know the good cop, bad cop routine doesn't work if you discuss it in front of me, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is all one room. There's no private space for you to strategize. <laughs> I'm going to lean over to Rikus and just whisper in his ear, they're pretty new to this. I'm gonna lean over and say, "Yeah, we know." <laughs> <laughs> right, with that, Rikus has a big old grin on his face, like, "All right, well, I'm I'm having fun." <laughs> right. Well, so what do ask you away. what do you do on the boat, Rikus? Uh, I'm I'm a deckhand. I I lift boxes. I carry them around. I tie ropes and stuff. Um, basically, muscle. Okay. Uh, you would have access to the if we're like if we're truly investigating this, like you would have access to the cargo. So there's a possibility that you could then be a drug dealer. Uh, but he shrugs us. Yeah, I suppose. But I don't own the boat, so you'd have to talk to the person who owns the boat about investigating for for cargo. Mm. And who owns the boat? He goes by Mr. Honorable. It's a title. He likes his privacy. Really? Yes, I know it's dumb, but it's what he does. Mm. It's not. Uh, so it's not too crazy. Wait. We're just. I'm just a hired hand. Some people are weird about their privacy. I don't ask too many questions. Uh, where is Mr. Honorable? Is he on the boat, or did he actually make it to a room? Uh. I don't know. I was one of the first off the boat. I was really excited to rest. I suppose we would want to go find the captain and talk to him, so we should head to the boat to see where he is. <clears throat> and, and he looks at Umbrian and the rest of you going, uh, do I come along as a prisoner, or do I stay here and relax? And Umbrian says, well, it's up to the people doing the investigating, isn't it? Uh, let's not have our I'm going to do air quotes suspect with us while we're investigating. I feel like staying here and relaxing would be the better option. 
And Rika shrugs us. All right, well, I came here to relax anyway, so that sounds good to me. And at the side of that, Umbrin gets up quite excited and says, Ooh, I will make some tea. And he starts, he goes into the kitchen and starts brewing up some tea. So this whole time, Hamish has been looking at Umbrin suspiciously, and he turns around to the others and says, He seemed to know an awful lot about where to get the hard drugs. Maybe we should question him. <laughs> He's not the one <laughs> under suspicion. Not that you're under suspicion, Rikas. <laughs> and, so. and he waves and yeah, <laughs> all right. <laughs> and Umbrun's been here for years, so it makes sense. Well, keep in mind, this is also a private investigation firm. Just yeah, so, no like, question. He would have reason to know. Yeah, uh, uh, of the people doing investigating and who know stuff, you think the guy running the investigation place would know things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Although I do like Hamish's line of thinking. <laughs> so Hamish still looks suspicious, but he's going to keep dumb for now. <laughs> uh, so uh, we got two places to go. We can go find druggies, or and then we can go see if there's cargo not missing, because there's not cargo missing. Yeah. Okay. First, Rikus. What does Mr. Honorable, he puts his hands up in quotations, uh, <laughs> look like? And what is the name of his ship? Uh, I actually don't know the name of the ship. Again, privacy. But Mr. Honorable's like this overweight human man. He's got a goatee. I've seen him around some. Overweight human with a goatee. Yep. All right. Let's go. Uh, and... Liam's going to stand up and start moving towards the door. Uh, as you're walking out, Umbrin says, So you decided to go talk to the owner of the ship? Uh, yes. Okay, uh, fair warning. Before you can talk to him, you'll need to talk to the uh, dock workers' union rep. Uh, his name's Melville Stanford. Call him Mr. Stanford. Uh, fair warning. He's, he's a little, uh, he's got a short attention span. Just uh, be patient with him. He's a good man, but uh, he's uh, easily offended. Noted. So uh, you have to go talk to him. Uh, he's hard to miss. All right. And I don't know if anybody's following me, but I'm headed out the door. <laughs> I'm just shaking my head as I go pa- as I uh, follow you, going, "You're way too excited for this." <laughs> You're not excited enough, mister. I have been cooped up in that room for like 20 minutes, and <laughs> I need to be moving. Oh, he's ADD. Oh, yes. <laughs> awesome. Oh, no. oh this will go I well. Am. So, oh, no. Liam this, is as well. This will go well. I'm excited. Yes. So Hamish will be the last one out the door, and as he leaves, he turns to Umbrin, and he does that pointing to his eyes, and then pointing towards him, <laughs> the, I've got my eye on you thing. Uh, I saw that coming. And then he leaves. I still love it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Heading out. You are in... Fairbay, keep in mind, is a small-ish town. Not necessarily a village, but it's not a very big town. You can more or less see the docks from anywhere you stand in the building or in town. So it, it, there's a pretty clear direction. Erkin, who's lived here the most, already knows where he's going. So just in case anyone gets lost, Erkin would know this town well enough. 
So I, I won't even make Urkin roll for most of that unless it's obscure knowledge. Everyone I can ask him. I'd like to know who'd get the, the most lost. So we just end up dragging them by the feet because they get lost that much. Um, I don't know. Who do you think would get the most lost in this party? Uh, Me, probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably Jacoba. Yeah. It's either one of you. It's like, um, I, I don't know if Liam would get lost per se, but he'd totally get distracted and uh, start uh, adventuring around. Yeah, that was kind of my thinking. Like, Liam would probably get lost just on the grounds of he'd see something shiny, forget what he was doing in the first place, end up in a totally different part of town. By the time anyone found him, they'd be like, <laughs> so did you ask that guy that thing? And you'd be like, what? Oh, yeah, let's go do that. God. What are we yeah, doing to this side of town, guys? I feel Jacoba would get lost by following Liam. <laughs> okay. Like, he's not paying attention. Like, Urkin and Hamish go one way. He sees Liam go the other. He's, like, Wait. he's just on board. He's along for the yeah, ride. Like, whatever. Okay. <laughs> I'm here for a good time, not a long time. So if there it's we go. Liam doing all of it, uh... Erkens, as soon as he sees Liam's strength, he's just gonna grab him by the cuff and go, nope, and just start bringing him back. Focus. We've got a job to do. They <laughs> got, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> we leave him like, hey, I'm hungry. Okay, we're going this way. Nope. <laughs> Walk, I imagine walking through the market district in particular would be quite challenging because <laughs> when you're walking in like the business slash residential part of town, as you walk through the bazaar, it's like so many shiny things. There's food, there's spices, there's trinkets, there's dogs, there's everything you could think of. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. so I imagine Liam would get distracted every couple seconds going, Ooh, a puppy. Ooh, a oh, necklace. Yes. Ooh, oranges. That sounds great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I think I, I think if that happens like five times, Erkin would start trying to carry. Liam away. Oh, I, dude, I have been there. <laughs> I, I have had friends like that where I'm just like, all right, no, come on. I'm going to grab you by the shoulders and push you in the direction we need to go. We are tight on time. <laughs> so knowing that, knowing that Erkin is going to have him on a leash and and rudder him in the correct direction, herd him, I suppose is the term. <laughs> he, he herds them straight to the docks. Uh, as soon as you hit the docks, you see quite clearly what Umbrin meant when he said that Mr. Stanford would be hard to miss. The docks are more or less what you would expect. There's a bunch of dock workers carrying crates, workers moving around, people moving product in and out of the market, a bunch of uh, townsfolk shopping. But in amongst all of it, you hear a voice loud and clear. There's a dwarf... Part filling the role of town crier, part foreman, and you know, like he's he's going back and forth between like join the the uh, dock workers union and and hey you walk faster or st- stuff like that. He's he's moving back and forth between those things, and so you can hear him and you see him even though he's a dwarf, so he's like five nothing. This has to be him. Has to be him. Mm-hmm. Uh, upon seeing him, I'm just going to walk up to him. Uh, how tall is Liam? That's a good question. How tall is Liam? I am a you solid average. All five right. nine. Yes. Still taller than a dwarf, oh. but probably still taller than a dwarf. But totally uh, middle of the pack. 
So I would probably walk up to Mr. Stanford and be like, Mr. Stanford. And I forgot what I need to ask you. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Stanford stops in the middle of a sentence, looks at you to address your question. And you say that and turn around. And he looks very confused. Like, and he yells after you saying, Oh, wait, hold on. Hold on. What what do you want? Why are you? I forgot. Why why are you here? (laughs) I Um, accidentally made him a little New York. I'm not sure if I'm rolling with that yet or not. All right. Uh, who would be the person right behind me? I don't know. Should we just get rid of Hamish? 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 Alright, oh, so it would no. be Hamish. Oh, no. Uh, so we're looking at Hamish, be like, Hamish, uh, we were supposed to ask him something. Uh, uh, who the captain was? Yes. No. Yeah. We're looking for an well. honorable man who might be smuggling drugs. Mr. Honorable, <laughs> who might be smothering drugs. Mr. Stanford hears that, and his brow is gonna furrow. He is perplexed by these characters. Like, what? Who the fuck are you? Just come asking about people, and he'll say even that. He just says, "Oh, hold on. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, we're with uh, Do Not Resuscitate, and uh." Mrs. Adderton brought in someone under suspicion of being a druggie. He's not a druggie. Um, but we apparently need to go question his captain about him possibly being a druggie. Uh, Mr. Stanford will pinch his nose. And he'll, si- and he'll sigh very loudly. You can hear him over the crowd that loud. It's, it's an exaggerated, like, uh, of course. This is exactly like Miss Adderton to meddle in the business of honest business people. She's just some woman who's enforcing the overreach of the government, and she's just insisting that the government meddles in all of our affairs. (laughs) Yeah, she's also paying the bill, so we kind of have to do this. Well, that's just good business, but where does that money come from, huh? You got good taxpayer money. Now, if the government uh, just mind its own damn business and left uni- unions alone, <laughs> everything would be fine. Comes, the open market. Co- <laughs> I This guy is, like, very ranty. <laughs> I feel like this is a conversation we need to come back to. Um, yeah. We'll get back to that. We just need to know where uh, the boat is. We don't even know the name of the boat. Nope, we didn't get told. It was a boat that came in probably about 25 minutes ago. Can you point us towards that one? All right. Well, I I respect the privacy of of everyone who docks here, all the business people. If they say they don't want to be talked to, then I say they don't get to be talked to. Now, back to what I was talking about, and he's ready to go to <laughs> another libertarian rant about how oh, taxpayer man. dollars are ruining the economy. <laughs> yep, taxation is theft. Uh, Do you say that to him? The free market cures everything. Um, yeah, I've heard this all before. Are, are you saying uh, that to him in character? Yes. <laughs> he says, yes, exactly, you get it. <laughs> uh, I know. Uh, so now <laughs> that we've got that all wrapped sleep. up, can we go back to the questioning that we had beforehand? 
Huh? Hamish will tug on the sleeve just to interrupt this conversation, <laughs> and he'll say, "Wait, the stuff in the market is free?" Huh? No. I mean, no, no, no. Free means free from regulation and rules. And not enslaved. Yes, that too. Oh. Enslaved by the taxes that the government gives you and the regulations, which are a waste of money. <laughs> and efforts, and they don't work. Yes, exactly. It just artificially manipulates the market, ruins everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, Only the government can create monopolies. I just stopped speaking right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I know too much about this stuff, so this character is going to never shut up. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm in the same boat as you. Jacoba's uh... gonna lean over to Erkin and ask where the nearest tavern is. <laughs> the whole time that he's still uh... talking. Okay. <laughs> well, you, you guys are ranting. He's just gonna. Uh... Um, where's the nearest bar at? Because this this is gonna take a while. I feel like. Uh, and he's gonna lean over as well and go, I'm not going to tell, because I want one as well. You can't leave unless you take me with you. Um, <laughs> Either way, then. <laughs> that was really out of character. Um, uh, ranting, ranting. Uh, I think at some point, after maybe uh, a minute of this, I would Liam is going to lean over to Hamish and be like, this guy's not going to be very helpful. Maybe we should just ask the dock workers. So, I'm gonna say it quietly, though. So, so to paint a picture, are it, are you in character that lackluster about agreeing with him? Yes. Okay. So the the image here is this guy is passionately ranting about the evils of the local government and how they're ruining the free market, and the whole time you're like, yeah, yeah, taxation is theft, free market. Yeah, like uh -huh, eyes mm -hmm. half closed, possibly drooling. Yeah, just just like oh. repeating, like <laughs> monotone repeating certain broad strokes and points. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, regulations oh, yes. are ruining everything, free markets every the 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 one true light. <laughs> but he does, clearly doesn't notice or care or the fact that you're listening at all is good enough excuse for him to talk endlessly about this sounds about right and then so at some point like while he's in like deep into a rant uh, I'm gonna lean over to Hamish and be like we need to go ask some of the dock workers like that's where I'd whisper it to him Yeah. Uh, the, the rant that you are not listening to is he's talking about how the government wants us to have an eight hour work day, but the unions gave everyone a 10 hour work day. Sweet. <laughs> well, Who gives a crap as long as the work gets done? Uh, yeah, exactly. Can't get anything done. done. I tell you <laughs> eight hours. That's not enough. It's only a third of the day. Come on. <laughs> yeah. It's not like we use another third of that for sustaining our own life and another third of that for sleeping. It's really no, like, that's come stupid. On, why don't you just do 23 hours of work? Oh, you believe that. <laughs> That's just what the government wants you to think. <laughs> I mean, elves only sleep-ish for four hours. I mean, they can do it. <laughs> Why can't you survive oh on four God. hours of sleep, dwarf? I'm looking at Hamish. <laughs> <laughs> Hamish is looking completely confused at this point, but he heard we need to speak to some dock workers, so he's going to stride over to the closest dock worker and look up at him and say, I'm looking... For an honourable man who is selling drugs in the free market 
<laughs> so he doesn't pay taxes. <laughs> oh my uh, god. <laughs> um, roll persuasion. <laughs> How charming are you in this? <laughs> oh. That's a natural one, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay. So this dock worker interprets this as, for one, you're insulting his union rep, <laughs> and for two, you're looking to buy illegal drugs. So he just keeps walking. <laughs> also, not willing to pay taxes. Everything illegal about that. Just nope. No, not even gonna bother. Let's. Let, let, he just moves along. <laughs> I think we should turn back to the group and shrug. Oh my god. Jesus. Oh, Alright, no. yeah. I am now 100% certain that that jazz song is our theme. <laughs> I'm just going to play the whole album on loop to behind all of this. Oh no. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I would just still be on uh, crowd control with uh, Mr. Stanford. And being like, hey guys, I'll distract him while you go get some actual information here. <laughs> uh, you, get, you get the impression that you probably don't even need to be there. He'll probably just keep talking. <laughs> um, then at that point, I'll just I'll just walk away. Be like, oh, I hear, I think I hear the circus, and go. <laughs> And as you walk away, you hear his voice over the crowd continuing to rant on about about oh, this man. and that. <laughs> and another well, thing. He's... <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to be seeing someone tomorrow complaining about him. So, <laughs> job security. Job security. <laughs> uh, I'm going to walk up to... I'm going to find uh, a different deckhand that hasn't been uh, accosted by us already. Oh, there's many. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it'd be the closest one. It'd be like, sir, uh, there was a ship that was supposed to come in about half an hour ago. Do you know which one it is? Uh, roll persuasion. See if he's willing to hear you. These are people. These are busy people. They're doing their day job. Uh, persuasion. 15. All right, that's, 15. that's good enough. It wasn't a high bar, and Hamish clearly did not meet it. <laughs> that was enough hey, to... I'm a dwarf. I don't clear many high bars. <laughs> nice, nice. No, I, I approve of that one. All right, so it was it was enough for him to listen to you, and and he goes, huh? Oh, uh, yeah, and he turns around and points to one that is uh, pretty much right down the middle. It seems like a pretty normal... Uh, Merchant's vessel. It's big. Got several masts. Lots of sails. Uh, pretty otherwise nondescript. It's just, uh, no, no, nothing fancy about it. No name emblazoned on it, which is actually quite unusual. Most of them have names, their name on the front somewhere. Hmm. No, it's usually on the stern, but yes. Yes, still. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, you can see what is named, mm -hmm. and this one doesn't have one, so it it does stand mm -hmm. out in that regard. Hmm. Um, and at that note, I suppose I would start heading towards the boat. All right. So you guys wander over that way. Um, you do approach the dock. The dock itself 
is not teeming with people. Uh, at, based on what Rika said, it is... People are on shore leave. People are relaxing. So there's not a lot of activity, not a lot of loading and unloading going on at this ship. So the dock itself is not... Does not have any foot traffic. However, the boat itself has two guards posted right on the deck. And they're looking at you. Um... As soon as it's me leaving this, isn't it? Yes, it is. I would walk up to them and greet them. Hello, gentlemen. Does this boat belong to a Mr. Honorable? And they glare at you. I'd like to uh, step behind Liam and glare back at them and say, he asked you a question. Who's asking? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I am and he uh. is. And I point at myself and the dwarf behind me. One of your crew members has been apprehended under suspicion. And that's my problem, that's... how? Uh, we have to investigate? No. What do no. you mean, no? No. Yeah. No investigating? No, it's not his boat? No investigating. Okay. Go away. Well, since you asked so um, nicely. That, I think <laughs> going to frown a bit. And they continue to stare at you. Hmm. Unblinkingly, unnervingly. Uh, no, they're blinking. They're not that scary. <laughs> hmm. They are mortal. <laughs> I was going to say they are human, but... Uh, <laughs> Good to know. That's racist. <laughs> well, Hamish will glare back at them for a bit and then say, Well, okay, no investigation, but let me ask you one more question. And are just... you smuggling drugs? <laughs> <laughs> so... One guard, his expression remains unchanged, but he blinks in that way. You know that way when your brain is slowly processing information, like, what? What? And the other one, like, actually jumps a little bit, like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> the other one has, like, a surprised jump, like, what, what kind of question is that? <laughs> and the one who was slowly blinking goes, excuse me? He asked you a question. question. Are you smuggling drugs? No, of course not. What kind of stupid question is that? Right. Do you pay your taxes? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is and a... Hamish will look around at the rest of the group and shrug and say, well, that's the two questions I had. So that kind of way. There's some very weird investigating going on. Any more questions, or are you going to leave? Hamish will turn to leave, and then he'll spin back again as he's just remembered something. Oh, God. And he'll go, oh, oh, oh! Do you have fangs? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, he's asking if you are a part of the fang. And and the guard who was slowly blinking will now laugh out loud at you. Like, what? Those losers? No, of course not. Also, do you see a red pauldron on my shoulder? <laughs> no, we don't. No. But we apparently have to do our due diligence because that's how we get paid. Yeah, I get being paid. But no, we're not part of the Fang. That's stupid. They're stupid. I'm actually now genuinely suspicious of this boat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to spin Hamish around, turn around, and proceed to flock back. Uh, outside of earshot of the and guards. Hamish will go with you. <laughs> Alright. Uh, out of uh, earshot meaning, like, are you still on the dock or are you, like, walking into the market to try and hide in the crowd? 
Let's leave this one up to <laughs> chance. Chance. Oh, you're going to... See if oh, I wow. think about this. It's rolling as a save? Sure. If I beat a 10, I think he would have. Nope. Oh. So <laughs> That sounds about right. So, actually, oh, no. an image popped in my mind. Does Liam look at the guard's and back at the market and then flip a coin? Um, no. I feel like he wouldn't have even considered things. He probably would have been like, we need to get out of earshot, move to a point where he doesn't hear them anymore, even though they're not talking, and then uh, lean down to whisper to Hamish. So, the end of the ramp? Uh, maybe a little bit further. Like, the end of the ramp and across the street. Uh, okay, so the... Uh, like halfway up the dock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these, these docks are not big. They're, I imagine like a, a regular, like a, a thin wood dock that has one mm-hmm. boat tied to it. Yeah. <laughs> so not not too crazy. These aren't like major, like Brightport type docks that are massive. Yeah. Um. So being that far away, I would lean down and be like, this boat has no name. I would be saying I would be saying this like particularly loud to be staying quiet. Like this boat has no name, and they won't let us investigate. Okay. I'm now genuinely suspicious of this boat. Okay. So knowing what I know about my friends with ADD, mm-hmm. could you roll a stealth for me? Because what are you, what are you saying? Because you say you talk <laughs> quiet, and I know you intend to. Oh dear. Oh no. <laughs> but every friend I know with ADD lacks control over the volume of their voice. I don't know what you're talking about. It doesn't happen to me all the time. <laughs> so with a seven stealth, you say you're being quiet, and you start quiet, but as you're talking to Hamish, your voice gets louder and louder. <laughs> I'll, yep, I'll give you that one. <laughs> and Hamish will match your volume change. Oh, no. <laughs> Jacoba's gonna facepalm. Oh no! Does, does Hamish have yeah. like Aspergers or something? Is he just like <laughs> responding uh, like abnormally to social situations? Is this what's happening? Uh, he is—he's not had much experience with social situations okay. in general. So not necessarily Aspergers, but still socially awkward for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so. Liam's trying to talk quietly, and the first few words are, okay, let's talk. And then as he talks, he gets louder. <laughs> Not mm-hmm. so yelling, but just projecting. <laughs> yeah. Because there's, like, maybe a cart going by, and so I have to raise my voice, and it just kind of raises and stays there. It stays there, yes. Because that's usually what happens. Because mm-hmm, you forget. I get it. I, yep. have, fr- I have friends that way. <laughs> and so I by have... the time you've you've gotten to the end of your sentence and, and say you're suspicious of them, Mm-hmm. Hamish is going to match that volume and be like, well, if they're being suspicious, should we bring them in? Um, Jacoba's going to facepalm again. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I hear that, I'm just going to shake my head. So, no, no, no. And yet neither of you are going to do anything about this, so, which is but, even better. Uh, <laughs> I, will give, I will give Liam and Hamish an opportunity to roll perception to see if they notice the guards staring directly at them. It's going to be rough, though. <laughs> Maybe. Right, 15, a yeah. solid baby. Okay, oh, 15 wow. and 18, yes. All right, so <laughs> you you did speak up, and mm-hmm. unusually you managed to realize that you spoke up, so you do notice that the guards <laughs> did definitely hear you and are now looking directly at you. 
Um, I think once I come to that realization, it's gonna be uh, like deer in the headlights looking back at him, like, oh crap. <laughs> it's a um, moment of terrified realization, <laughs> like, oh no. Yeah. I did it, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. Uh, I'm going to, in a moment of panic, I'm going to wave and uh, hop up onto a handstand on Hamish's shoulders <laughs> as a distraction. All right, roll acrobatics. <laughs> this is going to go badly. Oh, wow. No, it oh, will not. 20. Damn. So are you just trying to hold a handstand or are you like uh, flipping over him or something? Uh, I would be just trying to hold it. All right. And well, then let's have Hamish uh, roll athletics to see if he was prepared for this. Absolutely oh, no. not. Well, I don't know. He's a sturdy boy. He might be able to react enough to stand up straight. 12. All right. Well, for that kind of maneuver, I wouldn't say 12. He's not falling over, but he's not sturdy by any means. So He's not steady. Yeah, I would say Liam does manage to hold the handstand, but he might just move it around a bit. Like, what the hell's going on? Exactly what he's thinking. <laughs> Wait, what? And again, the guards are like just shaking their head at you guys. Like, who the hell are these clowns? <laughs> they, they're starting to look That's very confused. Like, what the hell is happening? Uh, I'd say give it like 15, 20 seconds. I'm going to hop down and do like a ta-da. And then kind of push everybody uh, uh, away. It's going to like hurt the group away. Hamish is absolutely lost at this point. He has no idea what's going on. So, and without dropping his volume at all, as you push him away, he'll be like, "Did did you think they heard us?" Uh, I think so. I panicked. Let's get out of here. <laughs> oh, okay. In the circus, when you panic, you do backflips. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you push the party away from the docks and from the unnamed mysterious boat. The guards are still there. They haven't moved from their position. You you weren't actually threatening them. You never drew weapons. You're just some weird fucking people who showed up and started yelling about how suspicious they are. <laughs> All right. So what now? The, the two other avenues presented to you are talk to some local taverns or... Sp- or uh, investigate the smoker's corner. Okay, I think... Uh, <laughs> I already said not yet. I say we go for... Or you could always go back corner. to DNR and speak with the perp. <laughs> I suppose that is an option. Um, I don't think speaking to the perp would actually be useful... Um, no, you said nobody was really working on the boat, so there's like no deck hands unloading or anything. Nope. Uh, based on All what right. you heard from Urkin, it's likely just a pit stop arrest for a day, and then they're probably on their way again. Um, what is the closest tavern? Uh, the cl- the closest tavern to the market. Uh, there's actually this little strip. No, to the boat. To oh, to the boat. Well, it same hey. thing. Because the it goes right. it's dark it's docks then the market then the town, mm-hmm. so it, there is this little strip that has a handful of restaurants and taverns in it, uh, namely one of those being the Pounce and Claw, who's a, mm-hmm. a lesser known tucked away but very good reputation uh, restaurant. 
uh, mm-hmm. if you guys remember that place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, and there are a handful of taverns in there. So there, there definitely is one that is closest to the docks. Mm. Definitely not the nicest place, but it is the closest. Probably a, a working class type place. Uh, so pushing pushing people away, gears turning, I'd probably uh, <laughs> look at Durkin and be like, well, we could try the closest tavern. I still think we should go to Smoker's Corner, but if you insist... I mean, if you want to do the smoker's corner, I'm up for that. Uh, Erkin's just going to turn around and start pushing Liam opposite to the... Opposite <laughs> I think I'll stop. The <laughs> 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 uh, we don't tell each other. We forcefully direct each other. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. There's no, hey, let's go that way. It's shove. <laughs> shove. <laughs> it's just on board. Okay, I guess we're going this way. Come on, kids. <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, as soon as you start kind of like pushing me in the direction, I just start walking that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're just herded. Everything's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> all right. So, in amongst all the joking, which way did you actually decide to go? Smoker's the corner. corner. <laughs> okay, Smoker's corner. So, in order to get there. Uh, Erkin would be the one to know where that is because he's been here the longest. It is every, it's the kind of place that like everyone knows about. Not many people go there, but it's also at the same time not like the most most shady place. It's just the place where all the the teenagers that everyone shakes their heads at go to. So it is in the like the far back corner of the market district, far away from the main streets of Fairbay, but definitely on the far end where the booths end and the buildings begin. So in this little alleyway, as you go over there, you see more or less what you would expect to see in such a place. You see a good dozen or so teenagers uh, drinking and smoking. Underage drinking. The scoundrels. I'm pretty sure none of us look like teenagers. Uh, no. no. <laughs> I think it, that's pretty clear. Uh, Liam's in his mid-twenties. Yes. Uh. How do you so do, fellow kids? There, what? How do you do, fellow kids? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. right. So, like, once we get oh, there, wow. I see, like, it's a bunch of teenagers smoking and drinking. I turn to Urkid and... How are we supposed to get information from these people? Uh, can I do... Perception check to see if there's a dealer there or anything. If I can see someone who looks like a dealer, absolutely you can. <laughs> Eleven. Uh, none of them really stand out to you. They're just gonna uh, say on his breath, "Shit," and he's got. Uh... Well, we're just gonna have to ask him one in there. <laughs> I'm picturing a uh... guy bit. Hello, is anyone doing drugs? Does anyone sell drugs? <laughs> I would like to buy some marijuana. <laughs> that. Jesus. So, and it's funny because Hamish would probably do exactly that. So, <laughs> so who's speaking up to this crowd of teenagers? I can look towards CJ. No. Uh, Who's CJ? <laughs> uh, yeah, who's CJ? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
look back up. <laughs> oh, just looking at your name. <laughs> Dragonborn, because apparently all Dragonborn movies. I'm gonna look back <laughs> over at Aircon and say, I'm not doing it because it's obvious if a drow does it because we're the undesirables, aren't we? That makes it even more sense for you to do it. <laughs> it's about pride. Are you asking him to feed into negative stereotypes? Yes. <laughs> How dare you ask me to feed into negative stereotypes? <laughs> So what if I wanna? You have to feed into him at some point. <laughs> if I wanna roast the marshmallows, I just say here, breathe on this. So fuck. <laughs> so you see I, how that works? So I have a question. Uh, this whole party is quietly bickering amongst themselves. Is Hamish standing there listening, or is he wandering off on his own? No, Hamish is sort of a couple of steps back from them, still trying to work out why somebody did a handstand on him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, the, the image here... The image here is... There's this group standing, whisper-fighting, like, a dozen <laughs> yards away from this group of teenagers who are minding their own business, smoking and drinking. And yep. And as time goes on, more and more of them are going to start staring at you. They're still talking amongst themselves, but they're they're looking and pointing a bit. Like, you're not entirely sure what they're saying, but you get the impression it's like, who are these old guys? What are they doing here? <laughs> so what are you so guys going to do? Because so I'm, I'm just going to go. I'm not going to push you into it. <laughs> yeah. So Urka's just going to go off, oh, fuck it, and just push everyone away and walk to, towards the... Uh, the group of teenagers <laughs> and it's just gonna uh stand in front of him uh, cross his arms and just go so does any of you know a tiefling called Rikus? and they all go aren't you that cleric yes <laughs> aren't you with the church why would i tell you anything because i'm also an investigator uh -huh. Oh yeah, we yeah. With, with DNR. Oh yeah, with DNR. Yeah, they're a real serious business. Did you catch any cats this week? <laughs> These are teenagers. They're uh, gonna be total shits to you. Erkin's <laughs> gonna start uh, palming, like just like uh, clenching his hands a little bit in nervousness. Well, if you're here, it's probably Miss Adderton, right? Ooh. Yes, it just so happens to be. Oh, who she who she arrest this time? She arrest a dwarf for being dwarvish? No, she's uh, arrested a tiefling called Rikus for being apparently going to buy drugs. As soon so as you say tiefling, you see some gold exchange hands. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna roll his eyes. A tiefling. Apparently going to buy drugs. Yeah. Any of you know anything? I mean, we see tiefling sometimes. Ah, oh, this is not helping. Urkin <laughs> <laughs> uh, rolled perception. Would anyone else like to roll perception for the same question? <laughs> I think Hamish will. I think the, the whole comment about the dwarf being arrested for being a dwarf piqued his attention. So. Yeah. Now oh he's paying gosh. attention to the conversation. Hamish. Okay, see? <laughs> Hamish knows what's up. <laughs> so, 
it stands out to Hamish, and it's amazing that Urkin didn't notice that while they're, all these teenagers are dressed similarly, one of them is suspiciously wearing a cloak around his shoulders, hiding his pockets. Mm-hmm. And, and as he moves around, you catch a glimpse of his pockets are kind of bulging, like there's a lot in them. So if any of them is a dealer, it's probably that one. Yeah. So <clears throat> Hamish is going to walk up to this guy and stare him straight in the eyes, looking up at him, I'm assuming. Yeah, they're, these people are hanging out, sitting on crates and barrels, so e- even if they were shorter than you, they are looking down at you. Okay. <laughs> and he is going to look back at uh, at the group, and at Urkin in particular, and say, Right, <clears throat> here's what I want to know. Do you know a tiefling called Rikus? No. Thought we made that part clear. What kind of drugs do you have that stupid people buy? <laughs> stupid people? <clears throat> the fuck are you talking about stupid people? Well, we were told that the Fang are stupid people, so if they're buying drugs, <laughs> I want to know what kind. Oh, what? no. The Fang isn't stupid. They're super cool. They ignore the rules, and they stick it to Miss Adderton and all these other stupid people. Fang's cool. They know what's up. Is this cloaked person, by chance, have a red pauldron on? Uh, He's wearing a cloak, so if you want to roll perception. Twelve. That's hard to see under the cloak. So, uh, Hamish will look back at at the group and say, Ah, they were lying to us. The Fang aren't stupid people. Yeah, you really shouldn't listen to, uh, like, the government people. They want you to think the Fang are, like, a bunch of criminals and terrorists. But no, man, they're, like, they're rebels. They're all about... No, 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 these weren't government people. These were honorable men. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, yeah, who told you they were honorable? Uh, our boss. Uh Uh-huh. And who does your boss work for? He looks no back one. at Urkin and shrugs. <laughs> Urkin shrugs back. <laughs> Your boss works for the government. Duh. I mean, technically, he's an independent contractor. He works for himself. <laughs> yes. And where does the money come from? Who does he work for? I see you guys around. You guys are always working for the guard and the mayor and shit. You know. You're just you're just one of them. You say you're an independent. He says air quotes, being super sarcastic. Let's see, you're independent contractor. But come on, you're just. It, because you're independent, you should get away from that. Come on. The the red and, uh, the fang in, like, represent freedom, you know? They do whatever they want. They go where they want. Is now looking at Erkin and saying, wait, 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 wait. Erkin, did we yes. join the civil service? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is 100% oh, no. who these people are. They are <laughs> the chat. <laughs> Ian says, fuck libertarian teenagers. Yes, that is 100% who these people are. So, Hamish has now lost the thread of his inquiry entirely, and he's going to turn back to this kid. You're probably going to and, be fighting uh, these kids, I be like, God. All right, then. Just make sure you pay your taxes, and there'll be no dwarfs being arrested. I'll have my permit by Wednesday. And then he'll turn on his heel and walk away. Uh, they don't even have a response. They're just confused. <laughs> Well, oh, no. I suppose they're not 100% libertarian teenagers. They're, they're a little different. <laughs> they're, they're, they're more like the, the the vigilantes are the cool kids. 
the fangs the fangs kind of popular among them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you get all the evidence you wanted from these kids. <laughs> oh Christ! Uh, <laughs> it's almost like you guys don't know I what you're so. doing. <laughs> and as he walks past Erkin, he'll say, "The one with the cloaks, the one with the drugs." Erkin's just gonna stare straight at the uh, the guy with the cloak, and he's just gonna flawlessly say, "You got drugs on you." Depends. You buying? No. Then no. <laughs> Can I do a perception check on him? Let's see. Is a cloak. Uh, you're looking for details about the cloak, possibly the existence of the pauldron underneath? Yes. Alright, you're welcome to roll perception on that. You getting closer to him? 17. Yeah, All right, walking yes. towards him. Alright. The cloak is clearly just a cheap way to cover his bulging pockets. You don't see him wearing any armor or anything underneath the cloak. Nothing stands okay. out. There's no, so I see. There's no conspicuous... L- pauldron-shaped lump <laughs> under the cloak. Okay. But I see the bulging pockets now? Uh, with that perception, yes, I would say. It, as he steps away from you as you're walking towards him, it's pretty obvious that his pockets are overflowing. He's got something so, on his person. Yeah, so I'm gonna continue walking towards him and say, there's some, uh, there's some hefty pockets you got there. I don't know what you're talking about. He's slowly stepping away. Sure, you ain't got any drugs on you, and gonna start walking a bit faster towards him. <laughs> um, can you roll a, per- a separate perception? This one's a lot lower. <laughs> All right, yeah. As you're walking towards him, you've you notice that uh, pretty much all of the teenagers have gotten off of their perches, their cloak, their uh, barrels and crates, and they are starting mm-hmm. to sur- surround you. No, man. Okay. I got nothing. I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe you shouldn't be so paranoid. Until your lackeys to stand down. Oh, what are you going to do? Stab a kid? With self-defense? There's 12 of us, and there's four of you. Come on. Um, feel like I'd like to... <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys going to do about this situation? <laughs> <laughs> Get our ass kicked by teenagers. Uh, There's enough of them. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, crap. Right now, Hamish is writing in a notebook, so I'm not sure he's even noticed. <laughs> he's writing in a notebook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. What? Finished his interrogation, so he's got to write down what he <laughs> learned. Oh, yeah, he's being a proper cop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cataloging what's going on. Uh... So, is it just, uh, is it just you? Wait, I'm not in the alley. Who is in the alleyway? Erkin. Andy. Yeah. No one said they were following him. He just, (laughs) Hamish said, the one with the cloak is the one with the drugs. And he went, okay. And he just started menacingly marching towards him. (laughs) And now he's Uh, surrounded by a dozen teenagers. And Hamish took several steps in the other direction and then started writing down what he'd learned. So. So he's kind uh, of isolated, surrounded by these people. Um, I'm going to... I think at this point, because uh, Liam would realize what's going on, um, he's just going to start walking up, and he's going to take, like, two of the teenagers, and, uh, like, 
with his hands on the side of the head, just kind of like push him out of the way to create an opening. Mm -hmm. um, and he's going to walk up to Urkin and be like, I think we have all you need here. Uh, walk by him. I'd like to shake the, I'd like to grab the teenager's hand to shake it. Uh, and be like, you have a good day. I would also like to steal some of the drugs that he has in his pocket. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, wow. this is going to go bad. Oh. oh I mean, I kind I of expected I was... that, but... Uh... I thought I was doing bad. Jesus, roll sleight of hand. <laughs> roll sleight of hand if you can successfully distract him with the handshake to pickpocket him. Mm -hmm. uh, so what? how am I doing this? There's a sleight of hand skill, okay. I think. Oh yep. my god. Yeah. As a rogue, you. Oh no! Yes! Oh my god! <laughs> that was a natural oh, run, no. by the way. <laughs> um. Oh no. Alright, follow up question. Roll persuasion. <laughs> I want to see how. Or deception. Roll deception. See, okay. see how genuine you appeared when you went to ask oh, no. to roll. To Don't shake his hand. Oh my. 14. Okay, if you roll the fail one, this is going to be a fight. Alright, 14. So. <laughs> The way it came off to this to this guy is you walked up to him. <laughs> you walked to him and said, thank you. And then you gave him a little pat on the junk, like a... <laughs> like, uh, almost like a sports slap on the ass, but from the front. And he yep. jumps, because it wasn't super gentle, so it wasn't comfortable. And he's mostly confused, like... That's the most forward way of coming on to him that he's ever seen. <laughs> and he's kind of stunned into silence. Like, his hand is still out after you let go. And everyone in the crowd is just like, what? <laughs> so if you walk away from there, they'll let you off because they're just confused at this point. Like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> now. Oh, crit one's making so much better. Oh, God. Well, that's um, why I needed the follow-up question, because if you rolled less than a 10, it was just going to be like you were grabbing for something. Mm -hmm. And it still would have been the same spot, but the impression yeah. definitely was you're going for the drugs. But it was just a pat. Yeah. Like, you realize what you did wrong. It was a pat. Mm -hmm. And then from his perspective, it's like, I mean, I don't swing that way, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Flatter, but no. <laughs> it's just confusion because no one is prepared for that. No. Uh, so are you walking that, away after that? Yeah, I think I spin around, uh, Erkin, and uh, continue out the alleyway. Is Erkin yeah, following? Gonna, yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> yes, I'm definitely following. Uh, okay, so you, you want to <laughs> follow your next weird lead, or are you gonna go back to D to home base and? Maybe see if you can get more out of Rikus or talk to Umbrin and see what his suggestion is. Uh, Rob just rolled an 18 on something. Yeah, I'm just checking something for my own later right. knowledge. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, uh, feel like free that. to PM me what the hell you're going for. <laughs> A very bad wisdom saving throw. Oh, you'll see. Okay. Excellent. Those character uh, decisions. Yeah. All right, so... Where do you guys want to go after this? Water skins? Uh, I'm sure you guys have water on you. You know, just in case. <laughs> in case of what? Uh, I, I know what's happening now. Okay, well. <sighs> All right, well. Since we're just in town, probably not. 
I mean, like I wouldn't have a full suite of adventuring gear. Well, no, but I don't think it's super unreasonable. It's up to you. I don't think it's crazy unreasonable to have a little water on your person. But if you mm. don't, then that's fine. Because you're right. You could always just get water. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> so, uh, where are you guys going to now? Where's Where's the next uh, Sherlock Holmes going to be? <laughs> <laughs> where's the next awkward situation for me to create? <laughs> oh, Christ. Oh, man. I think. The closest would be the tavern now. <laughs> I mean, my thought with the tavern was going to the tavern, ask if a Mr. Honorable is there. Uh, and if he's not, be like, thank you, and move on to the next goal. Okay. Just brute force it. Sure. So you go into the nearest tavern, which is called, let me look at my notes, the Eager Pipe. No, it would be the closest tavern to the dock. I know. That's That's, okay. that's the one. The eager oh, okay. pipe, yeah, the, the one that's yeah closest to the dock. So the eager pipe is the one. So you walk in there, and being that it's morning-ish still, mm -hmm. uh, Ms. Adderton had come to you at around I want to say 10 a.m. So at this point, maybe an hour or so has passed. So it's anywhere between mm -hmm. 11 and 12 midday. So you walk in, and it's not super busy. There's always people milling about. It's lunchtime, so there's some people getting some food. Most people don't get food in the bar mm -hmm. most working class people but yeah uh, there are some hmm. uh are there any sailor looking people in the bar um you are in a port town <laughs> all right they are all sailor looking hey, people could, give or take it could be empty <laughs> empty could have other people. one guy is conspicuously wearing dressed as donald duck <laughs> hey everyone else is wait hold on Everyone else is with the right as... kind of roles that could have been the situation. <laughs> nah, <laughs> that's not the case. Nothing stands out. Uh, All right. If if you want to look for uh, an overweight person, you can go ahead and do that. He was overweight. Oh, he was overweight. He was. Uh, sure. Let's see. Keep up with my awesome rolling. Ah, Twelve's not bad. Twelve's not bad. Uh, no, no one. I mean, right. not everyone's the peak of fitness, but not enough to be standout, describe as overweight. Hmm. Um, then I'll walk up to the barkeep mm -hmm. um, and ask him if a gentleman by the name of Mr. Honorable has is here in the tavern. You realize, you realize that Mr. Honorable is the name that is given to people who don't want to be found, right? Uh, yes. All right. <laughs> well, in which case there are five Mr. Honorables resting here last night and tonight. Uh, were there any that arrived this morning? Um, yeah, all of them. People come and go every day. Okay. Sorry, you said they were here last night and they arrived this morning. <laughs> you suspect he may not be straight with you. <laughs> uh, all right. So that's not helpful. All right. You also Inside get the impression. Check? You also get the impression that people don't like DNR very much in this town. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not very nice. We don't pay taxes. <laughs> 
Taxation is death, guys. <laughs> That's what this Sokova's is going to be. going to go up to the bar. Uh-huh. So he's just going to... buy a drink. And buy a drink. Because All he right. needs one. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, well, what do you want? You want the one gold piece ale or the two gold piece ale? Yeah, give me the two gold piece. All right. Oh, boy. All right. Well, <laughs> on the bar... There are a bunch of left-behind uh, mugs from previous uh, patrons. And he reaches... Right. He, he looks at them for a second, and then he reaches under the counter to grab a clean one. <laughs> and then he pours from that. He goes, all right, here you go. Jacoba's going to take it, swirl it around a bit, and then look at the barkeep. Cheers. That just slammed the whole thing back. <laughs> he just nods at you. Rough day. <laughs> he doesn't care. Jacoba's going to look at the other three, then back and say, you could say that. Mm. Hamish is going to decide he wants a drink too, and he's going to go up and and ask for a meal as well. The one or two gold piece? Um, I'd like the ale from the free market, please. <laughs> <sighs> With that, he, this bartender looks very confused at that statement. Like... You, you mean the kind for sale? Give him the two gold piece. Uh, <laughs> all right. And he reaches under the counter and fills it up for you. <laughs> <laughs> Hamish is not going to understand what's going on, so he's not reaching for his purse to pay for it yet. <laughs> oh, no. Jacobo will take two from his person. Slide them over. Uh, and he nods at at Jacoba. <laughs> and then Hamish will slam the ale back too. Alrighty. <laughs> Do you have any plans for the direction of this investigation or are you going to drink for the rest of the day? <laughs> We're going to let the two people who are not very well socially equipped uh, lead the investigation. So it's be... <laughs> That's how it's been going everywhere. Ale froth from his beard, Hamish is going to take out his notebook and turn to the rest of them and say, Right, let's go over what we know. <laughs> so, we spoke to two honourable men. They're not <laughs> stupid, so they don't have fangs. They don't like investigators. They have good hearing. And they're not drug smugglers, and they do pay their taxes. Right? <laughs> On the other hand, the Fangs are super cool rebels. We are independent government workers, and I need a dwarf permit by Wednesday. <laughs> Have I missed anything? Yes, everything. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? That totally checks out. Um, I think at this point... Aside from brute forcing through taverns, which isn't going to get us very far, we should head back to HQ. Because uh, unless we want to break on to break onto a ship, sure. Uh, unless we want to stow away onto a ship to figure out what's going on on there, we're not going to get many answers. I don't want to stow onto a ship. I <clears throat> may burn it down. I, I'm, you say that like it's a bad thing. I'm over here dying at Rob's notes. 
Oh God, you need to send me a copy of that. That's such. That's so good. Oh, okay, so carry on. <laughs> Parse out. Decide. <laughs> um, I think going back to HQ uh, would be the way to go because we've more or less uh, created slash run into dead ends. I think literally. I think created this guy. I think I, I think created is a better descriptor because I had shit written <laughs> for all of this, and you tried to pick a fight with a group of teenagers. <laughs> you you ordered molested one. Yeah, yeah, accidentally molested one. You ordered drinks from the barman rather than questioning him, and instead of like trying to negotiate with the union, you just walked right by him and got stopped by guards. So, <laughs> so back to HQ it is. Uh, all right. Look, it's our first day, okay? Uh, it's, it's not Erkin's first day. Sorry, this is the first session. I expected all this. Well, I didn't expect this specifically to happen, but I expected things to be weird. But I am... Uh, this is way beyond all of my expectations. <laughs> so we're leaving the bar? Uh, sounds like it, yeah. All right. So uh, Hamish will uh, stick his hand to the bartender to shake... And the bartender will slowly shake. And then Hamish will reach across the bar and just pat him on the crotch and turn him <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh no, does he... Erkin's just going to look gobsmacked at this. Does he think that's polite now? <laughs> yeah, he noticed that happening with the kids and... Um, and it seems that was like a fair big greeting or or thank you goodbye thing. Well, and it seems to have diffused the situation. So exactly, <laughs> that's what that wisdom check was about. The, the, the piano <laughs> was getting louder in my head. Oh, Can we? Oh my god! Uh, I'm gonna lean over to Jacoba and be like, and whisper, uh, "Let's not tell him that that's something you shouldn't do." <laughs> oh god, you guys are gonna get in so right. much trouble. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so going back to HQ, <laughs> you, you uh, guys. <laughs> before that, um, Erkin's just gonna still look gobsmacked and just look up to the bartender's off. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just walk out. Okay, so. <sighs> oh god, I am dying of laughter over here. So, you guys head back to HQ. And it, you walk in the, f the front doors of the office. As always, your recep receptionist, Joyce, is there looking at nails. Uh, she doesn't even glance up at you as you walk in. <laughs> uh, when I walk in, I would probably greet her and be like, Hello, Joyce! Did we miss anything? She looks up at you with that look of someone who's been distracted from something very important. Like, seriously. And she just goes, no. And she goes back to her nails. Oh, no. All right. Thank you, Joyce. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to walk by. Erkin's uh, jo uh, going to walk towards Joyce and go, hey, Joyce, how's, how's Chloe? <laughs> and she looks up again and says, I'm going to take a dagger and just slowly drive it through his heart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Joyce looks up at him and says, don't you have something important to do? <laughs> I'll, I'll 
this this voice will land somewhere, and we will find out together. <laughs> Some point. <sighs> a little more nasally and a little more gravelly. And I think you'll have it. Uh, all right. Well, I need to sit up straight for this. I need to use my diaphragm. There you uh, go. All right. Well, that was her response, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ethan's just going to roll his eyes and then just walk away towards yeah, the fucking... That's, that's Joyce. Terse, as always. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone walks into the conference room to find mm -hmm. Umbrin and Rikus having a pleasant conversation over tea. And mm -hmm. at, as you enter, Umbrin who is facing towards you uh, in the on the table. He says, Oh, boys, uh, did you learn anything important? No, because we're terrible at this. Oh, well, I'll be honest, I didn't expect you to actually find anything, because, I mean, Rikus is nice enough. Yeah, he's also works on a boat with no name that they won't let us on. Well, it, uh, that is private property. Also, a boat with no name. Like, why are you ignoring this? Well, yeah, I admit that is weird. And actually, uh, uh, Rika's got, uh, Rika's and I got talking a little bit. And, uh, uh, I think there, there's more than nothing to this, but I don't think Rika's is actually, uh, guilty of anything specific. But his employers might be. So, uh, sit down. The ship came from Overdale <laughs> and is on its way to Brightport, which is why they stopped here. That's a long trip. Uh, the ship is always guarded, because uh, it seems that Mr. Honorable doesn't like people snooping. Really, only crew are allowed on and off, which I don't think is too unreasonable, because it is private property. Unless the guards have a warrant, they're not going to let them on. Uh, so, if you want to go investigate the cargo, Rikus might be able to help, but it, he tells me that the not just the guards, but the their employers are... Really, uh, what'd you say? I knew you were supposed to creepy. Yeah, yeah, creepy. So, uh, it tells me that, like, they, Rikas is just hired muscle. He just lifts the things, but the, the, he thinks there are a couple people on the boat who are, like, representatives of the client or something. They're always wearing cloaks. He's never seen their faces. They never talk to anybody. They just stand around looking creepy. It's, that sounds really weird. And I have no idea what the hell's on that boat. And if it's worthy of mysterious guards, then, I mean, it might be worth looking into, but it's also none of our business. Is that not, is that like, isn't that like above our pay grade? Um, yeah, quite possibly. But, uh, Rikas also tells me that one of them, one of the few who did talk, said that they were looking to, they were really looking forward to going to the Pounce and Claw for some food. So, hmm. they might be there now. If you want to go, maybe in, talk to them. Uh, I feel like we've ruined enough situations by talking. Um, Liam actually said that. <laughs> ruined? I mean, you, you found no evidence of a crime that never happened. What did you ruin? Yes. Uh, don't worry about it. Um, I kind of <laughs> want to investigate the boat. The boat. You can touch some teenagers. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Those 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 teens at Smokers Corner. I mean, they're good kids, but uh, they're a little defensive. I, I wouldn't worry about them too much. Just don't start anything. You didn't start anything, right? No. 
No. <laughs> he eyes all of you a little suspiciously. Good. I'd ho I would hope not. All right. Well, if you want to get onto the boat and investigate the cargo, you're going to need Rikus's help. Uh, now, we've only just met, so it's reasonable to not trust him. But after chatting him with a little bit, he seems really uncomfortable with the whole job because... I don't mean to speak to you for Eurekis, but it sounds like it sounds like you just want to do your job, and there's all this weird, shady stuff going on. And do you have any idea what's going on at all? Eurekis says, I mean, no, not at all. But it's highly unusual for a standard shipping job to involve all the secrecy and code names. I don't know. I don't know the name of anyone on the boat. They all use code names. It's really weird. Like Mr. Honorable. Never heard that before. It's dumb. Gentlemen, do you want to go to the tavern or would you like to go to the boat? Regal will speak up and say, well, there's no reason you can't do both. If we're going to get on, if I'm going to sneak you onto the boat, it's probably going to have to be at night. So you can probably go to the Pounce and Claw now and, uh, you know, get chatting with whoever that person is. Uh, I'll go ahead and sit that one out. I don't want to be caught, uh, doing anything untoward to our employer, just in case. You know, just in case. I want to keep my job. Fair enough. So you guys uh, can go ahead and do that. So, Pounce and Claw it is? Let's go talk to them. I feel like I've got good information from people today. <laughs> He's learned a lot. We've, we've learned what not to do. <laughs> Everything so that's in the notebook get... is what not to do. <laughs> <laughs> See if we can apply some of that, or not apply that in this case. Uh, yes. Fountain Club pay taxes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a question yes, you can ask when you get there. Tax collecting from the Pouncing Club. <laughs> you are not tax collectors. <laughs> and Hamish will look confused at that and say, "Why do the Pouncing Club smuggle drugs? Because why would we be worried about their taxes unless they do? <laughs> no, they're not involved in this." I'm just well, then. to confuse you. It's fine. <laughs> I'm going to pat him on the shoulder. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I love Hamish very much. This is great. <laughs> okay, let's let, let's move on to the Pounce and Claw. <laughs> so, uh, if everyone's all right, we're going to fast forward to the Pounce and Claw. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. Yes. So moving on to the Pounce and Claw, we you guys enter, and while it is a clean establishment, it is not on the the front door is not facing the main street. It's kind of small. It's uh, when you enter, it's sparsely populated. In fact, there's only one patron in there who seems to be a drow man in a heavy cloak, and his head isn't covered, but uh, he seems to be enjoying some kind of fish. And that you, as you enter, uh, oh, uh, some of the wait staff come towards you and and welcome you into the Pounce and Claw. Uh, I suspect they're going to lead us to a table. Uh, yeah, unless you say otherwise. Uh, I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't think we would. All right, so you all get led to a table, and the waitress hands you a menu. Show to everyone. Oh no! Oh, yes. <laughs> oh yes. Okay. Oh, uh, let's boy. begin this. <laughs> Has the menu changed? 
Nope, it's the same menu. I just pulled it. I just ripped it straight out of the Facebook page. Excellent. <laughs> Frightened monkey. Oh god, I remember the. I'm glad one of the main dishes is just vinegar. <laughs> and lime. Massaged vinegar. Massaged lime. vinegar, not just yeah, vinegar. vinegar. Yeah, yeah. No, but there's no other sustenance to it. It's just the vinegar. No, it's massaged. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Artisanal corn. Mm. <laughs> Rubbed butter. <laughs> Wow. I think we'll start with You'd... the bread basket. <laughs> would yep. you would you eat would you drink the massaged vinegar? <laughs> See, now you're understanding my problem with this <laughs> I did not make this menu, alright? Go bitch at, Jas at Jasper. <laughs> you pay fourteen gold for massaged vinegar. Hey. Okay, I see water, but where's the free range? <laughs> massaged uh, no, appetizers. I know the appetizers. Yeah. Chilled free-range water and clam with clam juice and water. Like that. With mm -hmm. extra water to water the water down. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, homeopathic water. Fantastic. <laughs> so. I like how for the main, there's just lime. Yeah, yeah. That's the first one. Lime. So, uh, what, what are you all ordering? If you're ordering. Um, I'm going to take the massaged sticky rice in grape leaves, because that actually sounds really good. <laughs> grape leaves. Which, I keep in mind, are not grape flavored. No, I've had grape leaves before. They're really good. All right. So, so we have one order of that. I'm going to have the folk peach with half. <laughs> Tears. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who else is ordering? Hamish is going to look up our server and say, I don't know what any of this is. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, she actually looks down her nose at you a little bit. Like, really? Maybe this isn't so the establishment for you. So he's just going to point to a random appetizer and say, I'll have that. And it's going to be... It's going to be the peppercorn waffle. <laughs> All right, one peppercorn Oof. waffle coming up. And right. could you make that a little less sophisticated for his palate? Because he's clearly new here. Uh, she looks directly into your eyes and says, no. <laughs> As in, like that went over her head, or she... uh, no, she refuses to okay. compromise. Fair enough. <laughs> this is not the establishment for that, sir. We do not <laughs> modify the dishes, sir, <laughs> sir, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God! I'll take a bread basket and a savory cocktail. All right. So, <laughs> which one? Uh, I said savory. Uh, yeah, I thought the both said savory. <laughs> no, one says sweet, one says savory. So, peach and eggplant folk rye. <laughs> oh, God, I love this menu so much. I spent uh, a lot of money today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
man. So so far, half of that is Hamish's fault. Yes. So <laughs> so far, half of it is Hamish. So she, after taking all of your orders, she wanders off back to the kitchen to go uh, deliver the orders to the kitchen. And now you are left alone in the room with the drow, who is happily munching down on some fish. How far away is he from us? Uh, he's about two tables over. Um, and you cut out there on my end. What is he happily munching on? Fish. Fish, okay. If you were to look at the menu and compare, you could probably deduce what he's having. The frightened monkfish? <laughs> uh, Fantastic. Uh, actually, no. He was having the, um... Oh, where was it? Seafood tower. Yeah, the seafood tower. Okay. So, like, the, the framework of the tower is mostly exposed... I actually picture the seafood tower being much like the sushi boat that you can order in real life. Yeah, that makes sense. Except it's like a popsicle stick tower, and it's all just mm. covered in different sashimi. Nice. Christ. Yeah, no, that seems like an interesting thing. I've had a sashimi platter before. Um, I'm going to wait for my food because I've caused enough problems today. All right. Is everyone else in agreement going to wait for food? Uh, yeah, I'm following their lead, yep. I don't want to start a fight. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so as everyone's waiting for food, are all of you keeping an eye on this person? Yes. 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 All right. Uh, We're all staring at him intently. <laughs> all right, well, uh, everyone roll perception. Ooh. Oh, oh 23, <laughs> nice. Great. Everyone does notice this, and Erkin... Are you right? sure? I got a seven. Yeah. <laughs> You don't, but everyone but you. <laughs> but Erkin, retroactively with the crit, does notice that the moment you walked in, that drow man has had eyes on you. He's making a show of like being really into and enjoying his meal, but he's been sneaking glances at the whole group of you this whole time. And uh, now that you're all sitting there, he's... He, uh, he, he's staring very closely, and you do notice that his hand is now a little bit closer in proximity to his belt. Not on his belt, but it's a little bit closer, just in case. And everyone else notices, uh, with the not crits, everyone else notices that he is, he, he is just watching you. He's aware that you're there. He's just gonna have a quick glance at the guy and go, got a problem there? And as soon as you address him, his his demeanor does change a little bit. He sits up a bit straight, straighter, and he says, oh, I didn't even notice you were there. Hi everyone. Uh, you wanna want, want me to come over there? You wanna come over here? We can we can chat for a bit. So I, I always like to chat with some uh, new friends. Uh, Maybe sure. Could be I'll first out his seat and walk straight over and sit down next to him. <laughs> <laughs> and I will sit down on the other side of him. Jacobo will sit down next to Hamish. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna sit right next to the uh, the drow. Alright, so you have surrounded him, which, which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he seems, like, really happy to have everyone there. He says, oh, wow, this, uh, have, you, have any of you been to this restaurant before? Nope, uh, I don't understand it one little bit. <laughs> yeah. I, he I, doesn't understand a lot of things. I haven't either. I'm still fairly new here. <laughs> uh, I don't yeah. think it's our taste. Uh, nah. What are you talking about? It's going to be fantastic. I mean, I ordered the seafood tower, and it's it's wonderful. I I had heard through a friend that uh, this place was was just great. I was actually kind of hoping to meet a mutual friend of ours, but I uh, guess they're not here. Uh, but oh, all the food's still worth it. Tell me about yourselves. I'm Hamish. I'm a dwarf, and I will be permitted by Wednesday. <laughs> 
Huh. I want that on a t-shirt now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not sure what you mean by that, but good to know. And the rest of you? Uh, I'm Liam. Uh-huh. What? I will not need a permit. It's fine. Permit for what? I still don't understand. Uh, he apparently thinks that he needs to permit to be a dwarf. Oh. Just as apparently Tuesday you need to be... Uh, Tuesday, you need a permit to be a tiefling. That's and what they said. I don't remember what we established Thursday as being. Uh, Thursday was Dragonborn. Thursday was Dragonborn. Huh. Oh, that sounds like some weird uh, old Overwatch rules. That's that's strange. Um, so it's all new to me. It's totally made up. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, if you think about it, everything's made up. Someone had to come up with the rules, right? Mm. Oh, right. oh, yeah. I <laughs> suppose that's true. Uh, you almost undid everything. <laughs> so uh, what do you guys do for a living? You guys uh, live around here? You guys part of the, the dock? Or what's up? We are independent government contractors who investigate for... Who do we investigate for? The government? Good ah, question. must be, yes. For the government. Yes, that makes <sighs> sense. But you're not of the government. You're no. no, we're independent. Ooh. Well, that's interesting. We're dark workers. So, so <laughs> you're dark workers. <laughs> uh-huh. Dark workers. So, what, what do you investigate? No, we just work on the dock. Just laborers. Pick stuff up, put stuff down. Do uh, what we need to do. Roll a deception for me. Uh, <laughs> do you want to take my seven? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. It's going to be nice. I just switched windows. You rolled a crit one. Uh, <laughs> uh, that would have been... Yes. I he's one. not oh, no. Yeah, he's not buying that for an instant. He's just like... So what do you investigate? <laughs> just little things. You know, people losing their cats. Or it goes up a fucking tree and we have to get it down and stuff. <laughs> Oh, so it sounds like you're, you're nothing like the town guard. You're like a private investigation type firm. That is exactly what we are. Oh, well, that's interesting. I'm, I'm also something of an independent contractor. So, like, maybe we could work, work together at some point. I mean, well, you know, my boss. I could talk to them. But, you know, we don't do a lot yeah. of business in Fair Bay, but it doesn't hurt. And what kind of private contracting do you do? Oh, for me? Oh, I, I typically just escort service. I go from place to place. I make sure stuff stays safe, people stay safe. Right now, I'm coming from Overdale all the way to uh, Brightport, and let me tell you, uh, months on the ocean, going all around the coast, is boring. It's not a can good time. Person, can turn a person salty. Uh, how long <sighs> are you in town for? Huh? How long are you in town for, then? Oh, uh, just, just for, like, today and tomorrow. Just getting a little R&R &R before we head back out to, to see. It's really, really boring. Not looking forward to that. But this food is wonderful. Uh, I suppose we'll be finding out soon, should it get here, when it gets here. Uh, so if you're only here for a couple of days, we'd have to we'd have to uh, meet up again next time you're back in town, then, uh, for work. Yes. So what's the name of the company you work for, your firm? DNR. DNR. And you, you yes. can... See on his face that he's like mentally logging that. All right. Mm. Well, I will be sure to remember you when we get back in town. If we ever need some independent mm -hmm. people 
who are friendly with the government to do some uh, some good investigation work that, you know, maybe the guard wouldn't take very seriously. You know, just little stuff. Asking where a cat is, finding a person. We don't know. Maybe we can come find you. That could be fun. And my boss pays pretty good, so it's a good good job. Uh, so, if we needed you for a short job, maybe like tomorrow or something, where would we be able to find you? Uh, uh, you know, I haven't decided yet. I haven't exactly gotten to a tavern. Have any recommendations? I was about uh, to say the pounce of claw, but that's not going to work. That's not an inn. <laughs> that is a restaurant. There was one we went to earlier today, and they have free beer. No, 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 they don't have free bit. Anyways, not free. <laughs> Jacoba's gonna face palm. Uh, he raises an eyebrow at that. <laughs> he raises an eyebrow at that. Free, really? It's not free. It's not free. It's not free. Okay. Hamish looks confused. That looks. There's one gold ale. <laughs> Two gold ale. Oh, one of those places. I'm not sure if I'm on board for that. The places that offer one and two gold ales, like, it tends to be not good uh, stuff. Trust well, me. After a long day, it's it's worth it's worth the two gold. Uh, well, yeah, you. I would hope you paid the two gold. That means you're getting a clean cup. It was clean. Uh, Erkin, uh, where would you recommend someone stay if they were in town? What taverns do I know? <laughs> <laughs> All of them. That's not helpful, I know. <laughs> no, that doesn't help. <laughs> what do I know, DM? There's a really swell bar in that I stayed in the other night. <laughs> <laughs> there's this wonderful place called My Attic that you can absolutely <laughs> sleep in. <laughs> it's only a little bit charred. Um, it's very cozy. That's why I have my panic attacks. <laughs> All right, well, the good tavern, there's only like really two taverns in town. You have the Eager Pipe, which is the working class one, and then the classy one is the one known as the Honorable Pillow. It is this really posh, barely is even a tavern. It's just this very nice inn that people sleep in. It's a bed and breakfast. It's it's really nice. Well, the one I'd recommend is the Honorable Pillow. If you have the money for it, that is. Oh, I... one of them up market ones. Oh yeah, yeah. No, money's no object. My my job pays pretty well. It's uh, it sounds great. If it's uh really comfortable and quiet, that sounds wonderful. Thank you for the recommendation. So uh, I think, and he's like, and he put as he's talking, he puts like a the last piece of fish in his mouth. Well, it was really nice chatting with all of you. I'll have to keep you in mind maybe we can work together in the future and he reaches out his hand to shake i will shake his hand all right everybody roll perception see how badly i'm continuing it <laughs> oh, yeah oh wow oh, oh, good, uh, terrible dear god except for <laughs> we all we all did that uh, urkin <laughs> urkin barely meets it like you just urkin get gets like a, a glance at a tattoo on his forearm that you think might be hand shaped. You're not sure. It had a lot of lines in it, almost like a ink handprint. Mm. Okay. So can I do a history check? Absolutely, you can. Do do do. Nope, never mind. I don't know. <laughs> oh no. You have no idea. No clue. All right. So 
shake his hand and he wanders off and uh, as you oh before he leaves uh -huh. i'm gonna shake his hand and i'm going to um say it was very nice to meet you i'm gonna pat him on the crotch just a little bit and say <laughs> and if can we I... can use and if we can use your escort services i'll let you know and he cocks oh, an eyebrow right. at that. <laughs> can, I, can I, uh, can I, uh, deflect him from the crotch pad, especially with an escort <laughs> Well, actually, he responds a little positively to that. So, <laughs> as, okay. as he does that, he cocks an eyebrow and goes, I mean, that's not the kind of work I typically do, but if you're interested. <laughs> and, and he, uh, and he walks away. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so now we know what kind of escort service he's a part of. Uh, oh, no. Well, he specifically said that he isn't. <laughs> it's not the work he typically does, but he's not opposed. But Hamish will look confused again because he remembers him saying that he provided escorts. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so after he leaves, uh, all of you notice that he left a bag of gold on the table. And I just got a text message. Rude. Texting <laughs> during D&D? &D? God. Was it, was it the drow saying, don't touch my gold? Uh, no. He was texting me his number. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Gosh. The number for his other phone. Yeah. His <laughs> That's not typically not his, his line of work. Well, no, this would... He has to have two. No, this would be his work phone. The, the escort no. phone. <laughs> That's not the number I want. <laughs> Oh, oh, you thought he was interested. Okay. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's just business. <laughs> Fridays for the drow. <laughs> all right. So after your food is delivered, uh, you all have a lovely meal. It is a bit... It, the, the palate is both subtle and complicated. So for some of you, that may not be uh, something you can handle. <laughs> for others, it may be perfect. Uh, who among you is this kind of established for you? That was worded. Weird. I mean, <laughs> it's not bread's not all that complicated. So, <laughs> oh, this bread is. <laughs> oh, of course it is. Hey, no, no, these, how? these are not little Caesar's crazy sticks. No, no, no. These uh, have subtle hints of Parmesan and uh, <laughs> and uh, rosemary. Yes. Ooh. Uh oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they got some rosemary in them, and also you might get a hint of chocolate, but you're not sure, and not not like like milk chocolate, like raw cocoa bean. <laughs> so it's just huh. just a bunch of hints. It's crispy and soft on the inside. It's got a quite complicated palate to it. This is not simple breadsticks. <laughs> what do you take this place for? <laughs> yeah, I, do I we take know it for who food. the do we know who the owner is? <laughs> uh, Erkin might. <laughs> <laughs> they know of. We don't know the owner per se, though. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> Erkin is allowed to roll history at a fairly low check because he may know the town. Doesn't mean he's familiar with every shop owner ever. Yeah. Uh, oh, crit! <sighs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know. Wonderful. With a crit, that crit. Yeah, yeah. For this relevant information, you know that this restaurant was founded and owned for quite a while by none other than Merrick Ethelred, who. Uh, you know, honestly, was a fantastic cook. Uh, there's some nasty rumors around town that he was really abusive to the cooks, but the cooks still defend him because he was a good guy most of the time, and the food was good. 
Uh, business in this town, uh, in this particular restaurant, hasn't been the best, but the food's expensive enough that it kind of keeps itself afloat for some of people in town who have sophisticated taste tastes. Usually, kids of wealthy people, huh. or uh, you know, merchants that come by. Yeah, so I that's all I wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think when Hamish's uh, waffle arrives, he's going to just fold it up, and it will be gone in like two, maybe three bites at the most. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. Unhinges his jaw and everything. He's barely going to taste it on the way down. And then he's just going to look up at the others and say, Bland. <laughs> Did that touch the sides? <laughs> I don't think Do so. Do you have sides? <laughs> Alright, so... After that horrifying display... <laughs> <laughs> you all finish your food, and uh, at the end of the at the end of the meal, the waitress comes up and says, "Oh, uh, don't worry about the bill. the the previous The previous person paid for for your meal. He let me know on his way out." Wow, oh, that was very nice of him. Oh. And Hamish will tap himself on the nose and say, "Ah, free market. <laughs> the freest market." I mean, that is a free market. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So after that, you guys are going to head back to HQ, I assume, unless you want to explore Fair Bay for no reason. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like fun, but uh, for <laughs> the sake of the story, let's head back to HQ. All right. So you guys head back to HQ. As always, Rita is not... Uh, Joyce, rather, not Rita. Why did I say Rita? I to... <laughs> What's Rita? A... We have a new secretary. That's a... Yeah, no, this is... she uh, works evening shifts. <laughs> not... Oh no, we did. We said this, didn't we? Yes, I sort of have a vague memory of a Rita. I I think her name was originally going to be Rita, but we decided that Joyce was a better name for her. Yeah, there we go. That might be it. That's a, might be. Uh, that's I an excuse. It was that's a excuse. Real... That's an they excuse for my. And they all looked alike, so we never knew who they actually were. <laughs> oh yeah, they're triplets, like uh, Nurse Joy. <laughs> no wonder Nurse she's Joyce. so cranky. We're calling her the wrong name. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I might make that canon. I haven't decided yet. But as always, <laughs> the secretary ignores you because she's busy with anything else other than dealing with you, fucks. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you go back in. And you report back to Umbrin. And Umbrin mm -hmm. and Umbrin asks, "So, uh, did you did you meet him? Were they there?" There was one guy there. Uh huh. He was really nice. Yeah. Uh, we might get to work with him next time he's in town. Really? So, in, yeah. Any details? What did he look like? What, did he say what he did for a living? Who is Rikus's mysterious employer? He's a drow. A really nice drow. He does escort services. And he bought he me dinner. Be... <laughs> I mean, he bought all of his dinner. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Free pocket. <laughs> With that, when you put it that way, Umbrin starts scratching his beard like, whoa, that is very troubling. Uh, the cargo very well could be slaves, if that's the case. Really should uh, investigate I... that. I feel like if it were slaves, Rikus would know. Uh, probably screaming, maybe. Unless they're all I mean, not, not screaming per se, but slaves aren't very subtle. <laughs> and and Rikus is like seriously thinking about it, like, oh, I mean, the boxes were heavy, but they weren't that big. I mean, maybe they were curled up. 
It's not impossible. Or halflings. Ooh. Curled up for months on end. Ooh, yeah, like, yeah. Like, curled up in a crate for months on end? No. You would be transporting corpses by this point, I think. <laughs> and, and with that, Rika's nozzle along. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. No, you, you're right. Probably not slaves. So what? Uh, Hopefully not slaves. Did you get Former his, slaves. Did you uh, get his name? Do you know what... He, he said escort services. Any more details about what who he is, what he does, who he works for? Uh, who is the one who... Who saw the tattoo? Erkin. Erkin. Would you have mentioned the tattoo uh, upon this questioning? Mm, yeah. I'll just uh, look to Umber and say, uh, I did see a tattoo on his hand, on his uh, arm, for the hand. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, his forearm of a hand, but uh, a hand like, it, like a what, what color was it? Was it shaped in any way? Uh, it was a black hand, literally. Yeah. Uh. Well, that's really not good. Um. Would Why? I know about the black hand? Uh. Everyone. Now that is mentioned, everyone can roll history for it except for Urkin, who already. <laughs> Who already does not know. Uh, <laughs> well, that's not oh. true. Erkin could roll a different history check. He didn't know about the tattoo, but maybe he knows something about the black hand. Nope. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, a crit, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would have been great. I no, can't. Liam has heard the name, and that's about as far as you get. Like it, mm. It's some sort of crime lord that operates in Brightport, but that's as far as you know. So they uh, so I know that they're a crime syndicate. Yeah, yeah. So that's okay. the, but the best you know, like some sort of crime boss mm -hmm. out of Brightport. That's that's all you know. Big cheese. Yeah, organized crime in yeah. some fashion. Mm-hmm. And not a small guy, right? Yeah. Well, no, the Brightport. fact that you heard about it, I mean, I don't remember your backstory. Yeah. If you're from uh, Brightport, a traveling circus performer. So yeah, just so, by mere yeah. fact that I've heard about it. Yeah, yeah. The fact that you heard about it just traveling through means yeah, big time. Mm -hmm. Probably, <laughs> unless it was coincidence. Um, probably not. Yeah. Still, like so, mm -hmm. and, and Umbrin will explain. Like, all right. Um, the Black Hand is big time organized crime. Never work for them. They are no one knows who they are, what their real name is, or even what their business actually is. It's it's bad. They're they <laughs> do not get tangled with that. Just telling you now. Uh, if you do, uh, goodbye. Well, great, because we just got cozy with one. Well, some of us more than others. Well, <laughs> sorry. He said he may come back to give you work, right? And when he comes back, mm -hmm. you can just say yeah. no. Say you can't do it. Say it's over your pay grade. You lack the skills. Whatever you just you have to say. Okay. All right, boss. And with that, um, I think we can call it, unless everyone wants to say something else to anyone in the room. Uh, nope. Nope. Oh, Because I don't think I'd have anything until that evening. All right. Yeah. Well, next session, you guys are going to try and break into a boat and see how that goes for you. God's help. <laughs> so, just as a question, uh -huh. who's good at stealth? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> Not me. No, really. No. <laughs> well, yeah. Does, does, does Hamish seem no. like the stealthy sort? Nah. Really? Yeah, this whole campaign was kind of pitched on intrigue, so I don't expect anyone oh, to be no. especially stealthy. 
Yeah. Because I, by virtue of having dexterity, I think. <laughs> by default. Yeah, by default. <laughs> by default, you're a bit stealthy. Yes. All right. Well, next time we'll see how that boat heist goes. <laughs> <laughs> and you get to see what your next job may be. Mm, so next time nice. on DNR. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or comments, please send them to dnrfancast at gmail.com. That's the letters dnrfancast at gmail.com. Thank you.